Action Park Media. Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Season three, episode <laughs> one. By the way, that's Kevin Colley. He doesn't want to say his name. Do I need an introduction, bro? Everyone. He not only doesn't want to say his name, but he wants to take over my shit. I just like, want to <laughs> I want to announce early on what we're doing. Yeah, Season we're... three, episode one, Aquamoms. Take it away, Doug. Well, I don't know what to say now because that was my opening. <laughs> so I'm a little like thrown. Like, <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Uh, Dylan, I, I don't know if you know this because I know you don't run your full social. What is this? contest we're doing <laughs> you're talking about the uh, film festival that no you no not the film festival oh no oh. I'm, i've been watching films the the fifty thousand. what so we doing? now because we're growing and growing someone handles the victory podcast page and they did a because we got fifty thousand followers and thank you all we're almost at 55 now as we speak but uh they it's did weird a contest that you would know exactly how many followers we oh have i look every day <laughs> by the way i look every day you know right. and we, we we you know not to compete we love them great podcast talking sopranos but we passed them on the instagram page Page. Oh wow! Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But that's a great podcast. You should also check out. You don't mean that? No, no. I actually do like it. I do like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really as good as ours. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather them not check it out. But, but what is? It? They're not doing giveaways. What is our that? giveaway? We're giving away Chicago custom cornholes. Is that the name of the table? I think it is. But I have. I have to tell you guys something, which I just I just learned. Yeah. So my friend Laura Rush. Yep. Good friend She's of mine. My friend also. Oh, uh, you friends with Laura? Yeah, I'm I friends with Laura. Yeah, but I met her through you, but I'm friends with right, her. You met her. That's like, okay. So Laura Rush. Who, she doesn't want me to be friends with Laura. I love to be friends with my friends, but let's keep it separate. <laughs> so Laura Rush, who I know from Goal, and she used to work at Sony, and now she works at FX. She is strangely knows as much about hockey as I do, which is nuts. But Laura Rush uh, also uh, works for FX. Did you know that she paid for that first round of cornhole boards? I did not no. know that. But they were not on I the arm. it was a gift. Oh. They were heavily discounted, but Laura Rush mm. came out of pocket for nice. those cornhole boards. So let's get By the way, I Laura have something Rush. to say about the cornhole. I love it. Great. The boards are great. And the name cornholes because they put corn in the bag originally. But I didn't know they still did it. I left my cornhole bags... The, outside, oh wow. boy, and rats chewed into my core. I gotta, I'm, I'm gonna need new bags. Now. Your cornhole bags have <laughs> the rats. rat holes in my cornhole. Oh wow, I gotta worry about my <laughs> cornhole bags that I actually paid for. Unlike Dylan, I guess Laura Rush paid oh, for oh, Dylan's. Watch out for those rats eating your cornhole. <laughs> I said, to, I said to Laura, I said, Laura, did you pay for these boards? She said, Well, let's put it this way, they weren't gifted. I helped. Well, I think Laura is is a great. That's amazing. Thank I think you, Laura, Laura is a, a great person and a, a great friend of mine. Actually, so she's, uh, not, she's my friend. <laughs> she's only an acquaintance of yours, Doug. <laughs> we DM Kevin's friend, but we DM. Uh, but Laura yeah. So now we so we're giving away. Now are we giving away your cornholes with your uh, LED cornholes? You mean my table that I bought <laughs> full price? Well, one day. well, everybody paid full price. There's no discounts here at the. Uh, I didn't pay none. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pay. Dylan either. had a free one, but no, they're not giving mine. They're making another oh, table, a fresh. Set. And by the way, they are really, to be totally honest with you, they're freaking beautiful. They're yeah, beautiful. If you like cornhole. That's as good a cornhole table in yeah, boxes as you're going to get. It's as good as you're going to get. And they do have covers for them, too. So if you leave them out, you can cover yeah. them up. They don't get destroyed by the rain. So we're giving away those. We're giving away a bunch of great T-shirts. As we can see, which I wanted to comment on today. Dylan was very anti. Look, we all would like to make some money here. And if we can sell some shirts, it helps us. It helps us to get more content out, produce more stuff. So we are we got shirts. But Dylan's become the billboard that I started out being. Now, he used to make fun of me. Now, look at him. What are you talking about? I love the shirts. Yeah, I love beautiful. But you but, got them all. You know, but, the Knicks played pretty well. You right. Know? You're proud. They're you're playing great. I'm proud of my Knicks. Knicks look real good, and Josh they Applebaum do. is making some great shit. So. But Doug, yeah. you basically like made Dylan understand that, like, yo, if they're not paying for it. 
We ain't wearing it. Yeah. We're not promoting free shit. We're exactly. not giving out Wait money. Wait a second here. now. Have I not been wearing this stuff all along? D- Doug <laughs> always was like, yeah, he's got a Titleist hat on. His Titleist giving them clubs. Yeah, His Titleist giving that's him true. golf balls. Titleist, Titleist by the way, Titleist, I'm, I'm, you could give them to me if you want. Also, I, yeah, too, if we, they give you clubs, we'll, we'll yeah. put on their hat. I agree. And listen, of course, this is my fault, and I admit that. How does... And I'm calling out right now. Here it is. Here's the official call. Victory the Podcast. We need a podcast sponsor. Not Action Park. Don't beg. Victory the Podcast needs a sponsor. Uh, cut out the small talk. Anybody you made that, a one. But I mean, for example, um, you know, Spitting Chicklets, which is the Barstool mega hit So we would podcast. open it with, uh, yeah, this is you Victory know, sponsored by Like Victory titles. the Podcast brought to you by uh, Coors Light. Whatever it is. Bud Light. Whatever. You know, uh, Spitting Chicklets has... You know, uh, New Amsterdam Vodka. And New Amsterdam Vodka is their sponsor. So, uh-huh. not Action Park Media. Victory the podcast. We need a high-end sponsor. I don't understand why you couldn't close the proper 12 deal, huh? I put it, I set it up for you. I put it on the table for you. What happened? I, you know, well, listen, you know, you can lead a horse to water. I led you there. What'd you do? But can you make him drink? <laughs> oh, you led me there, then I led him there. And there was no water by the time we got there. So, I don't all right, well, know. It's all whiskey. I don't know. I don't worry about the sponsorships because... But uh, it would be good. Well, you should because it's good money for you. Well, yeah, I don't We got a businessman working with us. I'm here, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm here uh, for creative and to sell some fucking t-shirts like Kevin Dillon. So, but anyway, things are good. So I wanted to talk about a couple other things because we got... The contest is going and the DMs are really they, starting to... The, the film to, festival or the... The, the t-shirt contest and the cornhole contest, but also we got the film festival, which uh, there's a couple, couple of good couple ones. Couple good ones in there. I'm no. not going to lie, I'm very excited. Really? Oh, last last thing I will say about this, and then the rules will speak for themselves. No trailers. It's got to be a three minute narrative story, and I know that's hard, but I'm looking at some of them, and people are doing it. How many have you got? I don't know, probably thirty, forty. Wow. So that's wow. it. Well, that's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot. That's a lot of people. You know, there's yeah. thirty uh, people. And- and you're seeing some good ones. And I've seen, well, there's right now, there's a, there's a heavy front runner. And, let's put it that way. All right. There's all somebody right. to be but beat. nobody, we're not allowed to, let's not talk about it amongst ourselves. So right. we have our own opinion. I'm going to narrow it down to like five and we're going to watch them. And again, which is what this person that I really like did right. It's all about originality and shot selection and editing and just like, wow, that was creative. At the end of the day, when you go, that was really fucking cool, man. Like so good outside, acting. Just outside the acting? box. Just Come think on. outside the box. No and, respect and, for the actors. By the way, it's tough to make an acting performance count in something like this. You're probably better off with the storytelling aspect. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm excited to see them all, and uh, I think we should have more than 30, so I'm not sure, because the DM's about the, the T-shirt giveaway and the cornhole giveaway. I mean, I can't tell you. My box is full. And I wanted to talk about some DMings too. I know you guys don't uh, look at them as no, much I as do. I do, which I'm, I'm really trying not guy. to. He reached it's out to hard me too, to, though. I mean, there's so many of them. Right? Yeah, it's overwhelming, but it's good to to stay in contact with everybody. Except, I just got to say, listen, stop writing entourage scripts. Right. Number one, I'm not going to read them, and number two. I don't want to read them. First of all, he can't read them. Right. You can't read them. If you Explain read them. Explain that, Dylan. If you read them and it was already an idea you had, you could no longer use that idea because now you could maybe get sued for, for stealing an idea. Dylan's or, 100% right. Yeah. So the point is, if let's say Doug was talking about the reboot in New York, right? Yeah. Let's just say, theoretically. Yeah. And you don't read it or whatever, but this guy sends you a script and it's based in New York and whatever it is. And then we end up there. He could then sue you. That was my idea. I, I, I I put that in his head. And you know, so Doug can't read your script. 
He cannot legally read your entourage script. And, you know, that happened, by the way. My father used to always, my father would be like, this one's son is trying to get into the business. This one's daughter is trying to get into the business. And I honestly, I used to talk to lots and lots of people. But I used to tell my father, you know, listen, I don't want to talk to them about entourage. And it happened once. Some guy pitched me something, he claims, about the old friend from the old neighborhood comes out. But did he send you a script? No, he didn't send me a script. Or he was like, pitch you like an entourage. To be honest with you, I don't even remember what he said. But the bottom line is the idea of... The Dom episode is uh, a friend from the old neighborhood comes out. That's been done on four million shows. So mm-hmm. really, the difference is is how you execute it. Yeah. But every television show has done that at some point. Here comes the old yeah. buddy from the old neighborhood. Anyway, I did that, and the next thing I know, I get a call from this guy who's like, "That was my idea." Uh-huh. And you know what? I called my father. Daddy I go, gave to your dad. Oh, God. Yeah, I called my father. I go, "This is why I don't want to talk to your friends." So anyway, I love to try to help people out. I will never read your entourage script. It, it is stop doing it. There's a guy on Instagram, which, by the way, this is fucking creepy. Just so you know, this isn't like you drew my attention. I don't think it's that creepy because I think you probably know who it is. Oh, interesting. Anyway, the guy's the guy's Instagram handle is notice me, Doug Ellen, and he's using the victory thing as our thing. So yeah, I noticed it, buddy. I noticed it. It's weird. Notice me, Doug well, Ellen. Way, there, you're there, gonna notice there's it. a guy who DM'd Amy May, my girlfriend, and uh, was also like, "Hey, can you get Kevin to read my script? I wrote entourage scripts." That's yeah. that's ballsy. Yeah. That's yeah what ballsy. else did he say to your girlfriend, Dylan? Uh, he better not have said anything <laughs> other than that. I'll go order right now, man. Kevin, you got my back. I got your back. Get him down. Here, invite him in. Invite him in for a script meeting. Now you just can't leave. Now you just can't leave. (laughs) The analogy is, is people do think that screenwriting is like, just because anyone can pick up a typewriter, that anyone can do it. It's not a typewriter. At this point, we're all on (laughs) I still work on a typewriter. Dog's like sitting (laughs) They they think that about acting, too. They're like, oh, yeah, anyone could act. Yeah, right. Anyone (laughs) could do it. And, And that's not to say that there's not great people out there somewhere, but that's not the way to go about it. Go write your own original script. Go figure out, just like we all had to do, how to move your way in. Don't send me stupid messages. Don't go, hey, Ellen, yo, Doug. It's like, it's just, it's not smart. And I would tell my kids, when you want to get into a professional business and you actually want to talk to someone that you respect and admire, find a way to do it respectfully. You know, it, it, it is stupid. And you know what? It's like you said, maybe the script is good. That's what everybody's dream is always. Maybe the script is good. Mm. There's 10 million scripts in Hollywood written by professional professional writers that are terrible. Yeah. So to sit and sift through There's all There's also of- black they call it the blacklist and every year somebody puts out the top 20 unproduced screenplays. So you have screenplays that are actually Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's wow. actually screenplays that people go, wow, this is awesome. How, where can we find these scripts? Yeah, well, they're- I mean, they're, pound through those. They're out there. Yeah, Ew. But- <laughs> but the reality is is that just like any other skill it's hard to write a script that is good and it is hard to spend a lot of time reading through scripts to find one that is good that's why we have agents and representatives well, to help us so i'm not reading your scripts I'll send to the people, though, i think i'm gonna say that word reboot because i want to make sure i say that every time we come in this room but you know people want to see the reboot so they're they're trying to get it Get right. things Their scripts aren't going to help. No, no, the, reboot. the reboot's going to come from you, Doug. That's where it's. At. But also, too, to Dylan's point, I think there's a thing about you know uh, what what is it? You know, shoot your shot. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I think that's yeah, sort yeah, of the the yeah. thought behind it. But I I do agree. With but Doug. here's I agree with you. But here's the simple rarely thought. for a rare. If you can imagine that, I, you and I are on the <laughs> same the page about something. Ever. Here's the simple thought, though. When you came up with Kevin, we have a competition. Show your creativity. We're gonna watch it. That's right. what we've. Offered. Yeah. We don't want entourage stuff. We don't want unoriginal stuff. If you're creative, 
make a little short film. That's how my entire career started. I made a short film. I walked around this town and handed it out to everybody. Some of them threw it in the garbage. Somebody watched it. Whatever. Don't do Entourage. I don't need you to write right. Entourage it, it, scripts. It's just, it just, nobody, nobody wants to see it. Yeah. Nobody wants to see it. Kevin showed me what his front runner was. Excellent. I mean, like, right. really did something wait, that wait, looks... You guys are- no, we, I sent. We I do, sent no, uh, I'm offended. We do things without you, Dylan. Sometimes <laughs> you we never do anything without me. Sometimes we're like, should we call Dylan from Malibu? I'm like, eh, you yeah, know, he's got a lot of guys. important things cooking. I know, he's kind of busy. Speaking know. of which, how was the Frank Grillo meeting? It was great. Well, we never heard from you. We thought maybe he kidnapped you. <laughs> oh, what a great dude, man! He's he a really guy's guy, right? Yeah, he's a guy's guy. He's from the Bronx. We're you know, I'm from Lower Westchester. We so he wanted to look at you, make sure you were sober. I and, guess uh, so. Then were we you sober? Yeah, <laughs> of course he was. Yeah. He no, that was great, and I love the guy. I really do. Did you get offered the movie? Yeah, well, I was already offered the movie. I know, pending the pending meeting. The meeting. So, and, yeah, and then we're still in negotiations a little bit. And, uh, right. You know, it looks good. Right, right. They want you. It'll happen. They want there's, me. There's ways to work it out. When there's it's a way great. to make Working a deal. Working with Bruce Willis is going to be cool. Yep. And, uh and I'm the lead. I'm the number. I'm I'm top of the call sheet. Wow! So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, trust I'm me. An, I know I'm all about it. I'm what you call. No, you don't. Because <laughs> I'm I'm an action hero, bro. You've never been an action hero <laughs> with Bruce Willis. With I mean, Bruce Willis, that's yes. amazing. When Bruce Willis is taking a backseat to you in an action movie, bro. Yeah, congratulations. Well, Can you sure imagine? He's only like, putting in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. you know? Bruce like, Willis is going to yippee kaye and he's go. You know, Kevin, why don't you take this line? <laughs> Give it to us, Dylan. <laughs> yippee kaye, motherfucker. Now, Dylan, you I, know what? That's in the script. There is no way. I highly doubt that. That line is in the script? <laughs> Stop it. We might have to cut around <laughs> Look at Dylan's laughing. Yippee-ki-yay, like, motherfucker. If they get him to say that, it'd be amazing. I love both of you. You're not really into this whole new world that's happening here. This NFT shit, this Bitcoin stuff that's going on. Yeah. Gronk. Yeah, I know of it. Gronk made a million bucks. Anyway, NFT art is where people, artists, are making this digital art. They're producing one of one. They're doing things like LeBron James highlight. I don't totally understand it but lebron james highlights someone bought for seventy thousand bucks now they're worth 20 million dollars so what i want to do dylan we let Connolly direct it because it'll make him feel like he's NFT. part of the team yeah i'm all about it bro. i want to take you to the grand canyon this and recreate <laughs> he's gonna take me to the grand canyon. this guy goes to it's weird so places weird. No, 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 i'm gonna stop with dylan on that one it was weird you're all right i'm gonna take you to the grand canyon the grand canyon where there's be no one around just to, what an just you and I when that sun Go on, Doc. Go on. What, so, what are you going to do? I want to, I, want to, I want to have someone drive you to the Grand Canyon and meet you there, okay? I don't want to sleep with you. I don't want to make any time with you. That's why but he I, wants me to direct it. I want to make That's sure sick, we got That's the sick. perfect sunset. We get Connolly involved. We make him feel like he's part of the team. We make an NFT. I own the team, bro. We make him I own feel the team. like he's part of the <laughs> team. You know, we got to make him feel good. I don't know. We have I to, own the team. We have to talk about this. He could this. be a PA. We do have to talk about it a little bit. I haven't heard it yet, but, you know, Connolly, he assaulted me the other day verbally. We, we were all here. Oh, yeah, you know? that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And uh, it was a little scary. It was a little... Uh, you should be I was the uh, the guy who talked to you guys off that's, the ledge. That's I was truly like, the most frightening part come of on the thing. Yeah. When <laughs> Dylan is the, the man of reason. When Dylan's the voice of reason, everybody needs to take a deep breath. By the breath. way, you guys have both had meltdowns now, and I have been the voice of reason both times. Dylan. just say right now. Do you remember your one meltdown? I remember here? this. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a mini meltdown. Oh, but, right, and, and you were 100% right. I, okay, what was Dylan's it? Dylan's reading the ad reads, and early on, probably 
first couple episodes. And, you know, ad reads take a second to get yeah, yeah, here. Especially it's, for me. I'm, it uh, takes, yeah. yeah, but just in general, it's a weird thing if yeah. you haven't been doing it. So Dylan's like practicing. He's having a tough rumbling time. And bumbling. You're bumbling it's all about someone, speed. It's right. Like, through an ad fast, read. You know? And Doug is like got his phone in your face. Now, I was immediately uncomfortable with his phone in your face. I'm like, why is Doug doing that? I'm like trying to wave at him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> get your phone. And Dylan has his readers on. And he's like, <laughs> I don't want the phone in my face with readers right, on, period. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then and Dylan is like stumbles over the line and he looks up at Doug through his readers like the fucking phone out of <laughs> The best idea Doug has ever had with regards to this podcast is podcast karaoke. Yeah, well, it's when are fucking, you gonna do one? I mean, uh, yeah, I'll You're do. By the way, to. I'm happy to do one. Pippin and Tyson, still, Tyson was a should, bad idea. You Mike, give us a little heads up, though. You, you usually just stick the camera in someone's face and like put them on. I the try to. Get I I could probably right now do any entourage scene. Yeah. Any character? <laughs> well, not any character, but if you were like, hey, do podcast karaoke of uh, whatever, you could give me the pages in front of it. I could act it out live. Yeah. Well, That's here's the question we should ask our our, our We didn't have the pages, though, by the way. Dylan, we just you, did it live. You also are a different beast. You do, you, you're, Don't call you're, me beast, bro. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your approach to a scene is different. You're a beast. I am a beast. Well, Your I, I just think I think we should ask the crowd, what scenes do you want to hear these guys recreate? I'd love to see Connolly do one. Good call. I'd like to see Connolly do one. And I'll get pages to Dylan early because he likes him early. But the camera's That's because he's a give professional. Connolly scenes, and I'll show you how it should have been done. Can you imagine? people? <laughs> oh, go, can you imagine people want the reboot for Dylan to play oh, E? Oh, oh, man. If you don't think I can fucking do a drama... Fucking drama. Do you remember a drama <laughs> moment? Karaoke. Let's see it right now. I well, there, was, so. there was a scene. I got to try to figure it out. I know that it was in season. He's got eight. his phone in your face when, already. When, <laughs> when were we? When were we in the apartment? That would be season five. No, right? bro, bro. Um, Franklin Towers. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, later was it? Six. It was very then? later. Six or so. No, might have been season. I, I just eight. want to set the really? audience up that Kevin Conley right now is claiming he could do a drama scene. I don't know if he said better than drama. I, of course. No, not. he would never say something I that would, dumb. I, I, would, I would not say something. <laughs> That. But can you do any drama moment? Can you I get mean, your fucking phone out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled a KD there. Get your fucking right, phone I mean, out of my like, face, it's bro. Like, well, also too, when you're like sitting there and you're struggling, you're yeah. like trying to think. You, yeah, put you some bifocals on. Yeah, see yeah. how you feel. <laughs> By the way, I was always told, no, like, to respect your phone. I was always told to respect the talent in this, but now I'm the talent, and I, this is the easiest gig in America. I have no concern with you guys. Yeah, and he's panning his is. phone all over us. It's, Jeez, stop panning. Do you got stop any Dylan lines you could do? I want to hear one Dylan line. I want to see it comparatively. I want to go Connolly playing drama, drama playing drama. What's a moment? Just give that me, I'll say, a hey, hey, drama, have you ever been cheated on? Too many times, bro. <laughs> Too many times. By the way, you times, want to keep bro. one and a half carloads. Carloads? That? Oh, that's disgusting. Jesus, by the way. Loads. Why would you mind say load? Is, where are you? Where, what are you thinking about? Your mind is in the gutter, bro. Your mind's like the dog. Car distances. <laughs> really expensive phone against the wall. If you don't oh get my it out of my. Welcome back, Victory the Podcast. Now we're getting into Aquamom Season 3, Episode 1. Let's just get it out of the way. We've talked about it before, but the reality is I get it. Drama and Vince, they shared a father based on scripts <laughs> that I wrote. But what happened was. I had this ending in my head. I wanted to see the moms come off the plane. I did not think the image of three dads coming off the plane would be as interesting. Some may disagree. Yeah. I wanted moms. I thought it would be touching. It really reminded me of my mom when I was watching this episode yeah, yeah. again. And um, anyway, I had a lot of fights. 
with the producers and the writers, and even HBO said something to me, and I said, what I don't care. What were we talking care. about again? <laughs> I wanted the three mothers to walk off the plane. I wanted Joe Cocker to be playing, feeling all right, and we did it. Some people were upset. I'm imagining if the internet was what it was today, I probably oh, get blasted. I would have gotten killed, and I would have felt really yeah. bad about it, but I wanted to do that, and... I've said it before, and Connolly will dive in. I'm not David Simon. I'm not David Chase. No, you're Chase. not. You're not. You're absolutely not David Simon. You said he'd chime in and right on cue. But I really just want each episode to to feel good. I, I love that about you. Whoa. Uh, I have to say, I called you on it, too. I was like, Doug, you can't do this. What do you we're mean? Both, I thought we're, we're Chase about- brothers. We have the same father. <laughs> Chase we don't brothers. Have the, uh, we don't have the same mother, but. I love yeah, it. And we but got, you made the call. It, it was you a great, made the call. You made and the you call. Stuck with and it not and that many people called. You know, I was watching the message boards back then, and there were some people complaining about it, but not as wait, many as you might think. By the way, the weirdest thing I've ever heard in all the years of knowing you, you were watching the message boards. You didn't have internet back then. Yeah, yeah, at the library. What are you talking about? You would brother. get on message I was boards. At the library. <laughs> Dylan went to the library. <laughs> the Malibu. Yeah, there was an ancient Malibu public boards. library. I only did it on the first maybe three seasons. Then I kind of stopped doing it. Wow, I didn't. I, I didn't even know you looked at that. But yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they trashed us, and I'm sure someone will say Doug's a moron and this and that. And you no, know, that's no, fine. No. But you're we, a moron, just not for that. Mostly, <laughs> yeah, it was mostly love coming off the message boards. Listen, the HBO message. We boards. got Mercedes Rule Academy Award, possibly winner. I think, which I should know this. Kevin, nominee, maybe nominee. Nominee, nominee, nominee. For she the, was hot for the Fisher King. Like, oh, me and Vince got a hot mom. <laughs> you, you can't, like you can't say Jesus. that in 2021. Jesus Christ! Right, I can't say yeah, that's that canceled now. But by the way, Mercedes Rule did look beautiful, and I guess the, well, it's funny. She also did a great job of dressing down because then when you saw her dressed up, you were like, "Oh wow, yeah, she's yeah. absolutely beautiful." And by the way, I think she would approve of me saying that she's hot. Yeah, and I mean, also, too, right? I got news for you, bro. My mom was hotter than your mom. Yeah. Patty. Patty, Patty Darbinville. Who's a, a good be- friend of mine. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah, oh, woman. Yeah, me and Patty go way back. And, you know, really? Patty you Darbinville. Back, way back with my mom. Ew, dude. Patty Darbinville's done. <laughs> Disgusting. Patty Darbinville's done so much great work. She's but still she working. Married. Of course she is. She was married to my buddy, Terry Quinn. And, uh, Stop talking about my mom, that, <laughs> that was your mom. <laughs> but she was really, she was great, and I love her. Modern Problems was a Chevy Chase movie that I loved as a kid. Awesome. That Patty Darbinville was in, but she's done a lot of great work, and you should check her out. And then we had Camille. I hope I don't pronounce this wrong, because Bill Burr got in some trouble for pronouncing someone's name wrong at the Grammys the other day, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to try to say it. But Camille, who I, I, I've spoken to a bunch over the years, was well, so good as Jerry's awesome. mom, she Turtle's awesome. mom, yeah. I should say. Yeah, yeah. And, and But you took, that was your first bit of criticism, would you agree? Oh, no, I took plenty of criticism. No, not before that. <laughs> You've been oh, a yeah. punching bag. I, I, I've, I've taken plenty of criticism. You've been a, uh, you an know abuse my, victim for many years. You want to know what my first criticism was? HBO, I got a note from one of the executives. They got a script, and they said, look, we didn't hire you because we thought you were funny, but we thought the scripts would be funnier than this. I remember wow. when she said that, and I was like, I started out as a stand-up comedian. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, she said that to me, which hurt. It stung. It still does. Right. Anyway, so. You know, we're still having to make them, f- not, not having to make them funny, but, you know, uh, by the end, you know, it's like, what does this look like? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, the no, show. I, I hope you don't know what I'm I hope it was funny. I, it was. It was fun. Everyone, that's was why not, we're here right now. I didn't the write. Show was funny. I didn't write jokes though. I try to write people. 
that were talking how people talked. And I always said it just, just like we talked about, though, before, though. We shot in a lot of masters. And if you got the comedy quickly, you didn't. But I believe the reason people like to watch it again is because they hear things the second and third time that they didn't hear the first time. I think she read things and didn't notice some of the things that I thought were funny. Hopefully she does now. But either way, it doesn't matter. By the way, this Aquaman episode, we try to land jerry ferrara to come in and talk about it but what happened Kyle? he was too busy dude jerry's got he's got a baby he's got a baby yeah, on the yeah, way he's yeah. building out his house he's got he's busy he's busy and not he only get that, on the phone for 20 minutes it's, a, it's but it's not that jerry is a professional podcaster and it's a setup and yeah. he said yo just give me a little heads up and yeah, i'm yeah, in yeah he's He'll give me a little heads up. I'm not trying to trash Jerry. You don't have to defend him. I'm no, just no, saying I'm what happened. I'm defending him. Because <laughs> I really was trashing Connolly that he couldn't get him. That's yeah, what I well, find. I, is... I definitely couldn't get him. That's for sure. Maybe I should have made the call. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you definitely should have made the call. And and not to jump around here, but but Grenier was on Clubhouse last night. Grenier's doing Doug's West so Elm mad. commercials. Doug's so mad that he was on Clubhouse and not on Victory. I just don't. I don't, I don't get talking it. He really must hate Connolly. He was, uh, talking No, he likes me, bro. He was talking sustainable energy and that's his thing. He can talk sustainable energy but here. But speaking of... Well, we got to get rid of these plastic uh, water bottles. Yo, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was when we go to the office. Now, Ari has moved into... Wait, have we moved so no, fast? No, no, no. This is it. This is All the right. next scene. So we're like, yo, we got Ari in 30. We go to Ari's new office. By the way. I by the way. You did not. I fucking... I tossed you aside like a rag Out doll. of your mind? People you watch are going to watch this episode. Everybody needs to check this out because I laughed so hard, and that's what's funny about the Racing show. These up the guys steps. acting like children in a professional <laughs> office. But, but also, too, you have to understand. Now, we well, wait, are— wait, wait. First of all, it's to make it to the top of the steps wins. The winner is— Right. The I, winner goes I, to I the top you of the steps. I mowed you down like— All right. Uh, we need I, to, I literally we need to put a ran you into the boards. There's it's no worse way. than with season le- one. With my left hand, my weak hand, I, I just— Yo. Threw you away like a little rag doll. By the way, if you, if everyone listening doesn't realize how the stuff behind the camera was just as funny as the oh, stuff in yo, front of the camera. Also, too, you don't understand. Behind the scenes, we're, you know, probably 15, 20 feet away from the door. There's a battle. Who's and between takes, energy was up, chests puffed out, and it was like, all right, well, let's take it easy. Let's not do anything crazy. Let the people decide who got the best of that one. Was there any drinking going on on that scene or no, not? Was, that was no, like no, 7 no, o'clock no. in the morning. No, no, we were, uh, that I mean, might you, have been a problem. You only did that one time, Doug. It was one or, time. No, a couple times, like at night night party season. Yeah, but it would be like one beer at the end right, of it. Right, No, th- this yeah. was very early in it the morning. It was really, I, mean, I had no. never drank during the scene. I always wanted to see, uh, you hear these stories about Richard Burton and Peter O'Toole, and I was like, what what it's like to drink and act, you know? And since I, I was supposed to be drunk anyway, I figured I'd give it a I, shot. I've been in scenarios, you hear these stories, but I've been in scenarios as a director where you have to shoot somebody sooner than later. Does that make sense? Like, no, because they're, they're, like, they're not going to make know, it through like, the day. You want to try you. to get the good you. stuff before lunch, <laughs> and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. anything after lunch is great. Yeah, yeah, you know? I, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you, the way you guys came up that stairs, you could see everybody oh, reaction real. in the office. Bro, how that real was, it was real. It's not for me, it was. And I was still like <laughs> acting like you could actually put up any kind of fight. So are you admitting that I mowed you down? <laughs> no, like no, I still, with my left hand, just tossed you aside like you're nothing. Well, let the audience Ari's story is is that he's under this tremendous pressure. He got fired at the end of season two. Now we come in and and he's got this new office, which it wasn't even as bad as I remember. Production designers that we had were so good, but I really I thought want, it was a perfect looking. You did office. I still feel it's a little of, too nice. Oh, you felt it was too nice. No, no, no. Anything else would have it been. It was pretty tight. It had a tight feel. It, in it was there. closed in. Yeah. Right. Honestly, you made the right call because if you went 
any further the other way. It might have been a little hokey to me. And I was, uh, and my character's going, I can't believe I can't be repped by this shithole. <laughs> and, then, and then Ari comes up like, hey, Ari, great place. You know, I'm kissing his ass. Anything to get a... I really love that moment between you and Ari, too, where he, like, looks at you. He's like, you should really be represented by like, someone that really cares about you. Someone who cares. <laughs> so, great By the scene. way, the, one of my notes here is Mode Connolly down at the top of the stairs. Funny. I have the same note. It humiliated Dylan once again, making season one, episode people, eight, look the like people child's speak. play. The people will speak the truth, Dylan, Kevin. But I want to stick with Ari for a second, because the guys, Eric and Vince, go into Ari's office, and, you know, this is real stuff. Like when you're a big movie star, it, it does matter who's on the carpet with you and what you do. And Ari wants him to have someone presentable on the carpet with him. I mean, you guys have been through this. I really thought it was funny, like entourage wise, but I think I can speak for Dylan and myself. Nobody's going to tell me who or who not to bring on any red carpet yeah. or anything. Of course, you're ultimately going to decide who you want to bring, but. This we're not talking about uh, Kevin Connolly, eighth lead of the Notebook. We're talking uh, no, no, about I was the fifth lead, and I was on the poster. <laughs> we're talking about the star of James Cameron's movie. It's called Paid Ads, bro. Well, anyway, the real point is, is when a big movie's coming out like that, and especially Ari's under all this pressure, everything is. He doesn't have to listen to him, but he's giving him his advice. It would be yeah. better if you took someone special, and he took his mother, which I thought was interesting. You guys ever? Uh, I know you brought your mother to the Emmys. You ever bring your Gold mom Globes, to the premieres? Yeah. Well, our, our mothers would all hang out, yeah, and uh, our, our with your dad and everyone else, my brothers, and the, all the all, all the, the entourage families yeah. got along. Famously. But my mom would never walk that red car. She's like, "No way, you're not, you're not getting me to do that." Yeah. So she's similar to that because you know the, yeah, the, my dad. My dad has. I think my dad's been. Your out dad's there. a bit of a celebrity in his own right. Oh now. yeah, he is. He's people are like, oh, your dad is. Uh, dad's my, a famous my hero. Yeah, and my you know well, artist, but also you know coaches the Fordham golf team and. Vince's mom was obviously inspired my mom who really like you know anxiety and stuff Vince's mom is Johnny's mom as well by the way you know what I mean I mean come on a little Speak respect your mom's right a little respect I'm the firstborn for crying out loud you just said the fathers were the same now you want to take ownership of the mother now you're like that's my mom you made it that way <laughs> so but you know I mean the anxiety and the stuff like that's some real stuff that sometimes you deal with and it's funny that yeah. I didn't even know that your mother wouldn't walk the red carpet no 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 She's, but my mother wouldn't do that she doesn't want any photos yeah. no photos so but anyway, this scene was it was funny and it was real. And again, we're building the pressure on Ari. And I'm that, all pissed off because, you know, she never came to any of my premieres. She didn't yeah. come to Viking Quest. She favors Vince. <laughs> it's so funny. When you guys get to that, now we get to Big Boy. And <laughs> you guys are still, by the way, these guys are hitting on every single girl in town. Which again. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm No, not me. Yeah. But Drama and Turtle is so yeah. desperate for, like, proper dates. It really is Ready funny. Ready for my podcast karaoke? Ooh, video hose. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good you pretty almost good. nailed that <laughs> guys talking like guys and give me a fucking break i mean there was nothing offensive going on in here this is young guys talking about like how young guys talk and you know if you're holding like tickets to the aquaman premiere and you're handing those out yeah yeah you're getting you know it's a good it's yeah. a good opener yeah it's a good yeah. opener for these guys yeah it definitely is so that, that was a great scene at the radio station and they meet these girls and now they need these new tickets which is funny because uh because 50 
tickets. Yeah, Toby didn't get fifty Spider Man tickets. I used uh, to get. You know what? I used twenty five, twenty, twenty five. Maybe. Do you, yeah. you guys remember how many tickets I would have at the premieres? Yeah, I that's mean, why. No, that's why Dylan and I couldn't invite anybody. How Doug, many did Doug, you have? Doug had fifty to hundred. Oh my! Doug had a hundred. I'm they like, give us know, five. I got twelve seats. Is there any way I can kick that up to fifteen? Ah, you're gonna have to talk to a dude that Doug met at the post office in '91. No, I brought. You know, my best friends and my family. I mean, I had. It was like every year was like my bar mitzvah. I would trade. I'd be like, I'll tell you what. uh, You know, I'll give you some of my L.A. ones if you give me some New York ones because my family's huge and I wanted to make sure all my you do have a big family, right? Yeah, there used to be a big thing about it though because I used to get all these tickets and then I'd get calls from everybody like what's like, going on here Dylan do you, uh, Doug do you have an extra ticket to spare for my Uncle Pat yeah. I know you got 82 of them <laughs> I got 12 I got my Uncle oh, Pat I remember your Uncle Pat at some of those premieres <laughs> yeah, my Uncle but Pat. we real... parted pretty good <laughs> I mean I just wanted to say because just on a side note Connolly's got like I don't know who he's fucking hiring here but every dude that works at Action Park Media has great hair I mean what is that part of the, the gig or what do you gotta do it's just they're, young, they're trying to get in your head Doug they're, they're young, all wearing they're, <laughs> They're young and hungry dudes. But that sounded uh, weird. But that sounded weird. You're, Why do they have great hair? Hungry though? for young dudes is what you meant to say. And are you saying that young guys without great hair are not hungry? <laughs> Dylan loves a hungry dude. You're, you're gross, hungry. Bro. No, I said you're hungry for young dudes. <laughs> you're so gross, bro. I- By the way, I think the guys have still maintained some of their alcohol level from St. Patty's Day. I really can feel like this is uh, this is not all natural. I don't know, guys. Are we a little? Uh, is there some grippuccinos going on right now that I don't know? Mind your own business, bro. Just ask it. We're we're just funny. Don't worry about it, bro. (laughs) So, anyway, E, E, the brains behind the operation, comes up with the idea. We got Vince's mom. I come up with every idea. Who does not want to come. And they get her out. And uh, honestly, I... I love that scene at the airport so much when they walk off that plane. You love that scene. Doug had reverse engineered it. He had the image of us on the runway and our moms getting off a private plane. And then now he would crumble. Now he'd be like, all right, let's add a couple dudes. Let's just make the uncles. The uncles are coming. All right. (laughs) Bring bring Uncle Tony. Get on there. My my mother, may she rest in peace, really got emotional at that episode. And that Uh, did mean a lot to me. You were right. You were right. You know, so. Well, anyway, I can't wait to talk about that next episode one day in the Valley. But this was great. And uh, that wraps it up. Glad to see that. Yeah, I'm going to wrap this one up. Is that cool? Why don't you do that? Do it. Do it. You do it, Doug. You're the best. I'm glad to see that you guys recovered from St. Patty's. This was fun. And uh, that's it. We'll be back. Victory the Podcast. Follow us. Spread the love. And I don't know what else to say. That's it. All right. Yo, victory. Victory! 